الحمد للہ وقف وسلام علیہ اللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم من زکا سبحان ربت امسفون وسلام علمسلین الحمد للہ رب العالمین رب And every ruh, because it was just the ruh, qalu bala, they said, yes, Allah Ta'ala, you are our Rabb. But when Allah Ta'ala wanted to put us in this world, and wanted us to have a body, He put that ruh inside the body, but He put another thing inside of us, وَنَفْسِ وَمَا سُوَّهَا فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala put a nafs inside of us, and He put the ability of that nafs to have fujur, fisk, fush, to be able to disobey Allah Ta'ala, to be rebellion against Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, to betray Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, what taqwaha, and He inspired that nafs with what is pure, what is virtue, what is right, He put the ability in it to also obey Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, to love Allah Ta'ala, to be loyal to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So actually Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala put a great challenge for us. This is the challenge of this life. Before we were just ruh, after if we make it to Jannah, that nafs will be mutmainah forever. In this world we have a challenge. And that nafs is such, إِنَّ النَّفْسَ لَأَمَّارَةٌ بِسُوِي That indeed the nafs is ammara. Ammar in Arabic means supremely commanding. Super commanding. The nafs governs us. It dominates us. It rules us. And what does it make us do? بِسُوِي Here Allah Ta'ala chose a word. Not even sin. Not even mistake. Not ذَنْ نَا خَتَى Evil. It makes us do evil. Every sin is evil. Every mistake is evil. Every lewd, crude, immodesty is evil. So the nafs makes a person do evil. The nafs commands a person to do evil. So then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us a job in this world. That's called tazkiyah of the nafs. Kad aflaha man zakaha. That indeed and only that person will be successful, triumphant, victorious, will have falah. Ulaikuhumul muflihun. Hayalul falah. Our whole deen is to get this falah, which is to get the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and get jannah. Only that person will have it. Man zakaha who does tazkiya of this nafs. Who scrubs this nafs entirely clean of anything that is disobedient and betrayal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tazkiya to nafs. This is a major aspect of our life. It's not something we can do part-time. It's not something we can do occasionally. It's not something we can just do in Jummah. Not something we just do in Ramadan. Not something we just do in Itikaf. Not something we just do in Umrah. Because this nafs is with us 24-7. All the time. So we have to be making tazkiyah of this nafs. Disciplining this nafs. Training this nafs all the time. And then Ajib about this tazkiyah. Allah SWT said in Quran... That there will be another type of person who doesn't do tazkiyah. What does that mean? They follow their nafs. They're a slave to their nafs. أَفَرَأَيْتَ مَنِ اتَّخَذَ إِلَاهُهُ هَوَا Hawa means the, even the smallest whisper of the nafs. Hawa means just the whims, just the slightest fancy of the nafs. Even that they have made their ilah. They're complete slave to the nafs. Just the slightest 
concept of desire, they instead of obeying Allah Ta'ala, they obey their nafs. They have no control whatsoever at all. Then they come and say, I have uncontrollable lust, I have uncontrollable anger, I have uncontrollable greed, I don't know what happened to me, I knew I shouldn't have done it, I wanted not to do it, I lost my control, I couldn't stop myself. Allahu Akbar. This is insan and mu'min talking like this. I lost my control, I couldn't stop, I couldn't stop myself. Means I couldn't stop my nafs. In Allah said in Quran, what? وَنَهَنْ nafsa anil hawa. Who? مَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ وَنَهَنْ نَفْسَ عَنِ الْحَوَىٰ That person who has khawf, who really fears Allah Ta'ala, fears what? Maqam, feels the day will come when they stand in front of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. They're afraid of that. They're afraid of the reckoning, the accounting. So what do they do? وَنَهَنْ نَفْسَ عَنِ الْحَوَىٰ They stop their nafs. They stop their nafs. So one person takes the hawa, the desires of the nafs as their mabud, as their ilah, as their god. And another person is able to stop their nafs from every single desire. Every one of us is somewhere in this range. Maybe nobody who comes for Jummah may not be at that extreme that they worship and follow every single fancy of their nafs. But very few are the people who come to Jummah who actually have nahan nafsa anil hawa, who have stopped their nafs entirely from every one of its desires. We're somewhere in the middle, which means the challenge is still there. The role of tazkiyah is still there. The task remains to be fulfilled. We still have a lot to do, a lot of work to do. Now you will understand that in order to do this tazkiyah, even Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had to do tazkiyah of sahaba. Yes? Even Sahaba needed Tazkiyah. Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, لَقَدْ اللَّهُ That Allah Ta'ala sent His special grace and favor on the believers. إِذْ بَعَثَ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ When He sent to them a prophet from their own midst, from fellow insan, from one of their own selves. What is the purpose of the Prophet coming? لِيَتُّ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ لِيَتُّ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ means to recite the verses of Allah Ta'ala's revelation. Okay, now imagine. That the Sahaba, they get to see the Prophet ﷺ. They get to hear Qur'an directly being revealed on the heart of the Prophet ﷺ and being recited from the Prophet's tongue. They get to hear it. They're Arab, they understand it. Qur'an al-Arabiyya. So they hear Qur'an, they understand Qur'an. They see the Prophet ﷺ. Allah says it won't be enough for them. Even for Sahaba, listening and understanding Qur'an will not be enough. When you zakki him, you will have to do their tazkiyah. It's not enough just to recite the verses of Qur'an to them. When you zakki him, you will have to make a dedicated effort to purge them, to cleanse them of everything. Allahu Akbar. Now me and you aren't nowhere near Sahaba Ikram. And we don't have any teacher anywhere near, living teacher anywhere near Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And our Arabic is not the pure Qur'anic Arabic, classical Arabic that the Qur'an was revealed in. Hmm? So this means that the Quranic model of Tazkiyah is everybody needs a Muzakki. Everybody needs a trainer in Tazkiyah, a guide in Tazkiyah, which is called Murshid and Murabbi, a teacher of Tazkiyah. You won't be able to clean it yourself. You will need a cleaner to help you clean that nafs. Sahaba Ikram, they were lucky. They had the best Muzakki, Sayyidina Rasulullah Wasallam. He did their perfect Tazkiyah as perfectly as the Prophet recited Quran as perfect as that recited Qur'an is preserved today, as perfectly Sayyidina Rasulullah did his second function of Nabuwa, he did Tazkiyah of Sahaba, he purified Sahaba of every wrong attribute, and those teachings of Tazkiyah are as perfectly maintained today. But you zakki him.
Now, first aspect of this tazkiyah, because we can't tell you everything in a Jummah talk, first and major and most important aspect is to leave sin. To leave all the sins that we do. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, وَذَرُوا ظَاهِرُ الْإِثْمِ وَبَاطِنَا That you must leave all the sins that you do outwardly and leave all the sins batina that you do inwardly. What does this mean? Outward sin, all of us know what it is. Inward sin means the feelings of sin, the desire of sin, the attraction of sin. So the feeling, the sinful feeling of unlawful lust outside of nikah, the sinful feeling of love for the world and greed and enjoying material possessions, the sinful sin of unlawful, unjustified anger, the sinful sin of hasad, jealousy, envy, the sinful sin, the sinful feeling of kibur, takabur, arrogance, pride, conceit. These are all inner sins. Another way you can translate this verse, وَذَرُوا ظَاهِرُ الْإِثْمِ وَبَاطِنَا Stop doing sin and stop wanting sin. It's a very deep cleaning. Very deep. I'll give you an example. So let's say I was to tell you that I have never ever killed anyone. Alhamdulillah. It's correct. I have never ever killed anyone. But then next, the next sentence I tell you that I want to kill. I'm interested in killing. I'm attracted towards killing. I spend time at night surfing and looking at scenes of killing. But Alhamdulillah, I've never killed anyone. Would you say it's okay? It's fine. As long as you don't do it, you can keep wanting it. You would say, no, you're psycho. <laughs> you're psychotic. Why would you want to do this? Why are you attracted to this? Why do you even contemplate this? Even for one second, once in your life, how could you have this thought of killing someone? Now just replace the sin of murder with the sin of lust and you will understand. Stop doing sin and you look at the standard Allah Ta'ala is holding us to. Stop wanting sin. Stop thinking about it. Stop being tempted about it. Stop desiring it. Allah Ta'ala wants our inside to be pure. And it makes sense. That's how we are with each other, right? If your wife told you that I've never been disloyal to you, but sometimes I think about betraying you, you would say you even think about this once. You even once even thought about it, you're finished. How can you be called my wife? How dare you even think about it? How dare you even contemplate it? So this is how you feel towards your wife. Imagine how big a Malik Allah Ta'ala is towards you. He is Malik Yomidin. He is the real Malik. So we should think that, Ya Allah, how can I even want sin, tempted to sin? It's a big mistake. People think that, no, no, it's human. It's, to be human is to sin. To be human is to want sin. Yes, to be human without Iman is to be interested in sin, to be tempted by sin, to desire sin. But Allah Ta'ala sent Kamil Hidayah. This deen is so perfect that if you apply this deen, you have to apply it practically. That's called Tazkiyah. If you apply this deen deeply, yes, in fact, the desire to sin, temptation to sin, possibility of sin, all of that can be erased. That's called Nafsul Mutmainna. Allah Ta'ala tells us a person like that also. They have a nafs which is called nafsim mutma'inna. What does it mean? Mutma'in means that they are happy and pleased on sharia. They can never ever think about doing anything displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of us have that in one or two things. I'll give you an example. None of you will eat pork. You have nafsim mutma'inna on one sin that's called pork. You are never interested in it. You are never even tempted by it. You never even think about it. You never even desire it. If you are very hungry and I put a piece of pork in front of you, you would feel no interest whatsoever. You have nafsi mutamina when it comes to this sin. 
So those people who have nafsi mutminna, they have absolutely zero interest, zero attraction, zero temptation to every single thing that is displeasing to Allah Ta'ala, the same way me and you have zero interest in pork. That's the level of tazki Allah Ta'ala wants us to have. No attraction for ghair mahram. No interest in ghair mahram. Not noticing ghair mahram. No interest whatsoever. Just like you have no interest in the pork. Nobody has ever written me this email that oh when I walk down the aisles of the supermarket and I pass the pork chops I can't lower my gaze and I feel interested in them. <laughs> Nobody will write that. They don't find it difficult to lower their gaze from the pork chop. They ignore it. They walk by completely unaffected, unnoticing, unaware, uninterested. The people who have nafsul mutminna, they're the same way about every single ghair mahram. This is the level of tazkiyah Allah Ta'ala wants. Take it out from the inside. Why? Because the inside is the place where you have the feelings of iman. Inside was with the feeling of love for Allah Ta'ala. Inside is the feeling of fear of Allah Ta'ala. Taqwa is on inside. Tabakkul is on inside. Shukr and sabr is inside. These are sifat of iman. They're supposed to be on the inside. And those sifat of iman will not be on that inside if that inside has sinful desires, sinful wishes. So this is a major first step. This takes years and years and years, unending effort. A person has to make this tazkiyah all the way till they enter the grave. Kad aflahaman zakaha indeed will be that successful, that person who does their tazkiyah, keeps doing it, keeps doing it, keeps doing it until they die. A lot of us, especially Muslims who come for Salatul Jummah, we become complacent. We've paused or we've slowed down in this tazkiyah. No, 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 no. You have to keep trying, keep working, keep pushing yourself. You won't be able to get any of this unless you make effort. So there's a word a lot of our mashayik, verse a lot of our mashayik of tazkiyah often quote. Which one? وَالَّذِينَ جَاهُدُ فِينَا وَالَّذِينَ جَاهُدُ فِيْنَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلُنَا وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَمَعَ الْمُحْسِدِينَ So this is another word in Quran, أَلَّذِينَ جَاهَدُ So we are أَلَّذِينَ amanu. Yes, we enter Islam, we are أَلَّذِينَ amanu. Now what does Allah Ta'ala want? Allah Ta'ala wants we should become أَلَّذِينَ جَاهَدُ Now this verse has many meanings, and all of those meanings are true and correct. The meaning we are referring to today is those who make mujahada against their nafs. Those who strive and struggle constantly, continuously, tirelessly to do tazkiyah of their nafs. They're at it. They keep at it. They won't stop doing it. They're called baladhi najahudu. Those who strive and make effort. What does Allah Ta'ala promise them in Quran? لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ Allah Ta'ala says, I will surely, assuredly, undoubtedly send my hidayah on them. To what? Subulana. To many, many paths leading to me. They may try to reach me one way. I will guide them toward me multiple ways. People who make mujahada. Now understand, why did I say this constantly, continuously? Because what does Alladina amanu mean? Does Alladina amanu mean somebody who sometimes has iman, sometimes doesn't? No. Does Alladina amanu mean somebody who has iman five times a day and the rest doesn't? No. Alladina amanu means those who constantly have iman, who always have iman. That's the Arabic grammar meaning of Alladina. So therefore Alladina jahudu doesn't mean that sometimes they make effort against their nafs. Sometimes they make this mujahada. No. Alladina jahudu means they're always doing mujahada on their nafs. Just like Alladina amanu means their heart is always feeling the feeling of iman. Those people 
who make that constant effort, they get this promised hidayah from Allah Ta'ala, لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا that Allah Ta'ala will shower His hidayah on us to multiple ways. So we have not made ourselves alladheena jahudu. We're complacent, lazy, we look at all of our good attributes, we think we do iktifa, we do etimhad, we, we trust, we rely, we depend on ourselves. We become confident. We do a few things, we're confident. We have a beard, sun appearance, we're confident we're okay. We pray some salah, we're confident we're okay. We do some khidmat work, dawah work, we're confident we're okay. We studied some ilm, we're confident we're okay. No, 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 no. Never be confident. <laughs> Never be confident because this nafs is always in you. The presence of this nafs that is always trying to command us and invite us to evil means we can never be confident. We can never sit back and relax. Always. Always making mujada, Always striving. Always purifying. Always cleansing our nafs. This is a major him. This is a major effort that requires himma. <clears throat> now there are a few things which I will just tell you very briefly today. What is it that we're supposed to strive in? There are many, many things. I will tell you a few today. And if any one of us is not striving fully in these few things, we will be falling to our nafs. If anybody says, no, my nafs still gets the best of me sometimes, even once a week, it means there still need more effort has to be made. First, mujahida is to make mujahida in our toba. To try to constantly make effort to leave sin and turn in forgiveness and yearning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu tubu ilallahi tawbatun nasuha. That we must make true toba, real toba, lasting toba. In Urdu we call it pakki toba, sachi toba. Real toba and then be true to our toba. One thing is to make true toba, sachi toba. And the second is to be true to that toba, pakki toba. Sometimes many of us we make true toba. We may make it on Jummah, we may make it at the Hajjur, we may make it after a Bayan, we may make it on Umrah. Even people go on Hajj and they make true toba. They truly beg Allah Ta'ala to forgive them and they truly won't feel shame. But they're not true to their own toba. <laughs> they themselves are not true to their own toba. They come back and then they're untrue to the toba. They break it. They return to sin. They repeat a sin. Sometimes even they do a new sin. Sometimes even they do a new sin. They're not true to the toba. Why? Were they not true and desired, they wanted it. But they didn't work for it. They didn't make mujahida. It's that simple. They wanted to be sin free. They went all the way hajj for that. They showed up in Arafat for that. They wanted, but they don't work for it. Know that you will never get anything in deen. You will never get anything in deen unless you do three things. Number one, you have to want it. And you have to want it really badly. You have to have a lot of talab for it, yearning for it. It must be the, one of the biggest desires of your heart. Whether it's tahajjud, whether it's salah, whatever it is. Whatever in deen you want. You have to want it badly. Second, you have to pray to Allah Ta'ala. You have to beg it from Him. And you have to keep begging and keep begging. Yes, begging. Don't even say asking. No, begging, pleading, supplicating, entreating. You have to keep begging and begging and begging. Don't think I made dua for three days and I couldn't get rid. What is three days? Maybe your forgiveness is written after 1,000 nights of tajjud. What makes you think you deserve to be forgiven just because you said one tear in one night? Why do you get confused that, oh, I said one tear on Arafat and I came back and I still did that sin. Why didn't Allah Ta'ala accept? Allah Ta'ala would have accepted, but you had to beg more. You had to beg more. So you have to want it badly and you have to beg Allah Ta'ala a lot. 
And number three thing, you, third thing you have to do, if you want anything indeed, you have to work for it. You have to work for it hard. You have to reach for it. You have to strive for it. You have to make mudahada for it. You have to want it, pray for it, and work for it. If you do these three things, you can get everything in deen. Everything. Whether it's taqwa, it's sabr, it's haya, ability to control your gaze, praying to hajjud, anything you want, everything you want, you can get it if you do these three things. And if there's anything in deen we don't have, it's because we're weak in one of these three things. And many of us are weak in all three of them. That's our big problem. The problem isn't that we don't have better taqwa, or that we don't feel Allah Ta'ala in salah, or that we don't pray tahajjud. The problem is we don't even want these things. It's not even on our wish list. Second, we're not even trying for it. Third, we're not even begging Allah Ta'ala for it. Every time if you ever pray salah, and you don't feel Allah Ta'ala in your salah, right there after salah you should have started begging Allah Ta'ala, that Ya Allah, what's the matter with me? <laughs> I just prayed salah. I went into sajda, and I didn't feel anything. I couldn't feel, it's like spiritual paralysis. You know, ask somebody who has physical paralysis. Hmm? They will feel it instantly. They will remember the day that they lost their ability to move. They will still remember it. They will remember the sadness they felt that I can't move anymore. I'm physically paralyzed. If you pray salah and you can't feel the zikr of Allah Ta'ala in salah, like Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, وَأَقِيمِ الصَّلَاةِ ذِكْرِ You are spiritually paralyzed. You should be worried. I have spiritual paralysis. My heart is paralyzed. It can't feel. Oh, I'm doing Surah Fatiha. I can't feel. I'm going in Sajda. I can't feel. I'm saying Subhan Rabbi Allah. I'm rolling it off my tongue. I can't feel. You should be worried. You should instantly beg Allah Ta'ala. But we don't. We don't try. There's no effort. Nobody's trying to remember Allah Ta'ala Salah. One percent of the people pray Salah for the sake of remembering Allah. 99% just pray to pray. It's not even in their niyat. They say, I'm just here to pray. They don't say, I'm praying to remember Allah. It's not even in their niyat. They just want to fulfill the prayer, fulfill the obligation, get the duty done. So you do it and you get the duty done. But you don't feel anything. Because we don't want it, we don't work for it, and we don't beg Allah Ta'ala for it. We don't realize how many things were within our reach and how many things we've left because we don't do these three things. So one thing we have to work hard on is our tawbah. To make mujahida, To be true in that tawbah. Second thing is to make the master. These are two big feelings. One is the feeling of fear of Allah Ta'ala. Second major feeling is love for Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. You have to love Allah Ta'ala more. And you have to keep loving Him more and more and more. That will be the topic of the talk tonight inshallah. On love for Allah Ta'ala. It's never enough. However much we love Allah Ta'ala, it's not enough. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَنُّ حُبًّا لِلَّهِ That those who have iman, they are extremely intense, intensely extreme in their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Again, you have to work for it. You have to want it. And you have to beg Allah Ta'ala for it. How many people make that dua? That Allah Ta'ala, I beg you to increase me in my love for you. Nabi Kareem said, we taught this dua, the narrative in the Sayyid Sitta and Tirmidhi. Allahumma inni as'aluka minka hubbaka. Allah Ta'ala, I ask of you love for you. That's what I want. I want you. We don't want it. We don't work for it. We don't pray for it. So if you, when you don't have that fully intense love for Allah Ta'ala, then your nafs will involve you in other loves. <laughs> the nafs will see that this heart is not full. It is not overflowing with love for Allah Ta'ala. There's some space there. 
So nafs will involve you. Somebody will involve in love for dunya, money, business, profit, more and more dunya. Somebody will involve in love for ghair merham. They're married but they want more and more and more. Unlimited. Somebody will be involved in love for themselves. They will think, I'm so wonderful, I'm so great, there's nobody like me. They will love themselves. The nafs will fill in any gap you leave in your heart. Any gap you leave, the nafs will automatically fill it in with some type of unlawful love for Allah. So we have to make more effort to get more love for Allah in our heart. Third thing is to make more effort for more zikr. How much zikr are we supposed to do? Allah Al-Azim said in his Quran Al-Azim, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu zikrullaha zikran kathira. Allah Ta'ala commanded many things in Quran. He commanded tawakkul, didn't say kathir. He commanded sabr, didn't say kathir. He commanded shukr, he didn't say kathir. In whole Quran, in one attribute, he said the word kathir. That when you make zikr, you have to make zikr kathir. You have to make a lot. So much that you know it's kathir. How do you know if you've eaten a lot? You will know. <laughs> You'll be able to tell, I've eaten so much that I've eaten a lot. That's how much zikr you have to make. So much zikr that you feel I did a lot of zikr. Anything less than that is not kathir. Again, that will require mujahada. That will require effort. The effort will only happen when you want to make zikr a kathir. If you don't want it, you won't work for it to happen. And if you want it and work for it, you have to beg Allah Ta'ala for it. It's only when you beg Allah Ta'ala over and over and over again that He will make it happen. So these verses are addressed to us. We are the Alladina Amanu. We are the people who are supposed to make Tawbah. We were the people who are supposed to love Allah Ta'ala. We were supposed to be the people who made Zikr Kathir. So there's one thing that can help a person make this effort. That verse also has Alladina Amanu on it. All four of these verses have Alladina Amanu. Fourth verse. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanuttakullaha wa kunu ma sadikeen. That oh you have iman, you must fear Allah Ta'ala as He deserves to be feared. Love Allah Ta'ala as He deserves to be loved. Be aware and conscious of Allah Ta'ala as He should be always, and you should always be aware and conscious of Him. Wa kunu ma sadikeen. And one way to make that effort is to join your very being. Kun fayakun. Join your very existence with the sadiqeen, with those who are true to Allah Ta'ala, those who truly love Allah Ta'ala, those who are truer than us to Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala, and truer than us to Sayyidina Rasulullah Wasallam. But here again, you will have to make effort for that. It won't just happen on its own. It won't fall on your lap. Here again, you have to want it. You have to want this kunumah sadiqeen. You have to want to have that company. And third, you have to beg Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala for it, and to beg Allah Ta'ala to make His benefit from it. So all of these words were verses from Alladina Amanu. Uthkurullah Dikran Kathira, Tubu ilallahi Tobatan Nasuha, Ittakullah Vakunu Masadikin. All of these words are from Alladina Amanu. So we are Alladina Amanu. In Jummah, one of the main reasons for the Jummah Salah, the Jummah Khutbah, the Nasiha, is so that we remember what it means to be Alladina Amanu. So that we work and make an effort every Friday to become better in that, to become more close to Allah Ta'ala, to have more love for Allah Ta'ala, to be more beloved to Allah Ta'ala. Every Friday should be better than the previous one. The purpose of this Friday was to measure our weekly progress, that every Friday my Tazkiyah is better, my Qurb, my closeness to Allah Ta'ala is better, my Ibadat is better, my taqwa is better my sunnah is better my haya is better my adab my akhlaq my sifat everything should be better and if you say no it's the same not just as last Friday it's the same as last month it's the same as last year it's a problem we're not moving the people on deen we have to be moving on deen 
moving on this Rata Mustaqim. May Allah Ta'ala accept us. May He make us strong and steadfast on this deen. May He make us ever and ever reaching and striving for more and more pleasure of His, more and more love of His, so we too can be amongst His lovers and His beloveds. وَآخِرُ الدَّعْوَانَا عَنَ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ لَمْبِنْ آنَمِينَ Make dua subhana lambin alwahaba Allahumma salli ala sinuna Muhammad wa ala ala sinuna Muhammadihu wa barik wa sallam Rabbana dhanamna anfusana wa illam takfir lana wa tarhamna dhanakunanna mana khasirin Rabbi kfir warham wa anta khairul rahimin Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, we are your weak, sinning servants and slaves. We are needy of you, Allah. We make toba to you on this night. Ya Allah, we ask that you forgive us for all of our sins. Forgive us for every khiana. Forgive us for the khiana of the eyes, the khiana of the ears, the khiana of our thoughts, the khiana of the tongue, the khiana of time, the khiana of hukukul ibad, the khiana of hukukullah. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we have been so untrue. We have come tonight because we want to learn to be true. If we've been unloyal, we want to be loyal to you. Ya Rabbi Kareem, fix us, Ya Allah. Help us, Ya Allah. Change us into your obedient slave, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Make us loving to you, loyal to you, obedient to you, true to you. Ya Rabbi Kareem, I ask that you take out from our heart all the unlawful loves, all the unlawful lust, all the unlawful romance, every attraction for every ghair mahram. And Ya Allah, instead put in our heart a love for you, a love for Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, a yearning for your beauty, a yearning yearning for his beauty, a love for Quran, a love for Sahaba, love for Siddiqeen, Shuhada, Awliya, Ulama, Salihin, a love for all Mu'mineen. Ya Allah, fill our heart with these true loves. Rescue our heart from the false loves. Raise us in the day of judgment from your lovers, Ya Allah. Unite us with your lovers in Akhirah, Ya Allah. Make us from the Al-Mutaham, Buna Fillah. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we ask that you make us steadfast in Deen, strong in Deen, you get to Himma in Deen, Istikamat in Deen. Ya Allah, let's fulfill every amana that you have given us. Ya Allah, we ask that you save us from the punishment of the eyes, save us from the punishment of the ears, save us from the punishment of Jahannam. Ya Allah, raise us upon the Day of Judgment such that you have forgiven us, Ya Allah, such that you are smiling upon us and we are smiling upon you. Ya Allah, Rabbi Kareem, Humana Gunao Kuma Farma, Karam Fazul Kuma Mla Farma, Ya Rabbi Kareem, Har Khyanat Kuma Farma, امین بنا ہم تو نبی الامین کی امتی ہیں ہمیں امین والی سنت نصیب فرما جس طرح وہ آپ کے امین تھے ہم بھی امین بننا چاہتے ہیں ربی کریم ہمیں امین بنا دیجئے ہر امانت کا امین بنا دیجئے قیامت کے دن ہمیں امین میں شمار کر دیجئے ربی کریم ہمارے دل کو سینے کو اپنی محمد سے نبریز فرما ہمارے ظاہر کو نبی کریم سم کی سنت سے مزین فرما باطن کو اپنی معرفت محمد سے مضمون فرما ربی کریم ہم زنگ لے کر آئے ہیں آپ کے رنگ لینے کے لئے آئے ہیں سبغت اللہ رنگ کا عطا کر دیجئے ہمیں اپنا بنا دیجئے غیر بن کر رہ چکے دیکھ چکے ہیں اب آپ کا بننا چاہتے ہیں آپ کرم کر لیجئے اللہ اپنا بنا دیجئے اللہ قبول کر لیجئے اللہ پھر بکریم نماز میں حضوری عطا فرما نماز کو لطف عطا فرما سجد کو سرور عطا فرما نماز میں ہوش عطا فرما ہر نماز ہمارے ذاکر والا نماز بنا ہماری نماز ہماری میراج بنا
true du'as that they're making to you, accept all their du'as. Sab ki make manadu farma. anybody who has any worry, difficulty, remove their worries, Ya Allah. Ease their difficulties, Ya Allah. And those of us who have only the laziness of our nafs to blame, Ya Allah, take out this laziness. Make us strong in deen, steadfast in deen, motivated in deen, reaching in deen. Ya Rabbi Kareem. Ya Allah, we ask that you accept our coming here, accept our gathering here, accept our meeting one another for your sake. Let us part with one another in your name. And Ya Allah, we make dua for the Ummah, Ya Allah. Send your special rahmah on this Ummah. Send your special hidayah on the Ummah. Wherever the Ummah is in trouble, Ya Rabbi Kareem, be their guardian when they have none. Be their protector where they have none. Show them hope where they have none. And accept us for the khidmah of this Ummah. Ya Rabbi Kareem. Rabbana takambal minna innaka anta samiyul adeem. Watubu alayna innaka anta tawabu rahim. Wasallallahu ta'ala ala habibihi Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Bi rahmatika ya arhamar rahimin.